Well, good Friday morning, everybody. It is the 26th of November, and my title today is Overconsumption at Sexual Buffets. As I'm learning more about our brains and how they work, and I'm learning about how easy it is to become addicted to online porn, the basic premise is simple and easy to understand. Our brains store information on everything we do. However, when an experience is powerful, you know, like either really good or really bad, it really takes note and becomes an important memory that we carry with us. For example, you probably have no recollection of how many cracks in the sidewalk you stepped on yesterday uh, or today going to Black Friday shopping. Insignificant experiences are noted but not remembered because, well, they're not memorable. But if you find a one-ounce American Eagle gold coin worth over $1,500 in the crack— well, you would remember it very clearly. And you might start looking in every crack uh, you could ever find, hoping to have that experience again. When an experience is enjoyable or painful, our brain registers those experiences, usually followed by a strong desire to experience it again or to avoid experiencing it again. When we are beginning to go through puberty, our sexual desires begin to develop. A hormone begins to be developed in our brain, causing an increased hormone, which is called testosterone. Three outward signs are the development of facial hair, body odor, and a lower voice for some of us. Somewhere, either before, during, or after, we begin to notice the sexual development of girls. Or we see a naked image or photo or, today, even hardcore sex scenes. We become aroused and learn that contact with our penis is pleasurable. If rubbed enough, we have an orgasm. And wow! That experience gets registered into our brain and memory banks as maybe the best thing that has ever happened to us. Almost immediately, we want to do it again. Our brains have an explosion of chemicals, dopamine, serotonin, norepinephrine, testosterone. And like the child after eating his first piece of candy, it wants more and more and more. The opposite is true as well. When I was a young boy, I came in from playing in the snow, removed my cold, wet clothes uh, in the entryway inside the back door, and walked over to the stove because my mom had some hot chocolate on the stove for me. I pulled a chair up to the stove, climbed up on it, and leaned over the stove to see if the cocoa was ready. Unfortunately, she put the pot of cocoa on the back burner, but turned on the front burner. And as soon as the skin on my lower abdomen came in contact with that burner, I had a very strong and immediate reaction. And oh, by the way, I still have that scar 52 years later. And 
I'm really careful around stoves. So a strong negative experience gets registered under the file, things to not do, while pleasurable experiences get filed under things to do again. And when something is pleasurable, we want more. And if it is like seeing porn, masturbating, and having an orgasm, that seems to make it to the top of the list. We want it again. We want it more because it feels so good. Now, food is good. And eating good food is a very satisfying experience. Sit down with the family to, I don't know, steak or, or meatloaf, mashed potatoes and gravy and green beans, and you'll eat your fill. And most of us would stop when our hunger is satiated. However, uh, most people who go to the hometown buffet don't do that. There is so much there that we almost always overeat because we want to sample more kinds of food and, and there is a wide variety of desserts. Overconsumption is the norm. We eat more than we need and we suffer the consequences of gluttony. The same can be true at church potlucks where we overconsume and our luck for so many dishes becomes the pot that is now our belly. My first exposure to porn was when I was around 12 and I found where my dad kept his Playboy magazines. On the rare occasion when I was home alone, I'd make a beeline to that stash and masturbate to what I found. The problem today is that porn is now omnipresent. We literally have a virtual buffet of anything we want to see, and it's there available to us 24-7, 365. Overconsumption becomes the norm because our brains always want more. Those chemicals released make us feel good, and so the brain wants it more. But God knows that, and so did the Apostle Paul when he wrote this passage in Ephesians 4, 17 through 19, quote, So I tell you this and insist on it in the Lord, that you must no longer live as the Gentiles do, in the futility of their thinking. Gentiles was a word that Paul used to describe those who were not saved or were not Jewish. He goes on, They are darkened in their understanding, and separated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them due to the hardening of their hearts, having lost all sensitivity. Did you hear that? Having lost all sensitivity, they've given themselves over to sensuality so as to indulge in every kind of impurity, and they are full of greed." Just as overconsumption of food goes along with having a wide variety of food, so an overconsumption of porn and masturbation becomes the norm because we can at any time uh, be always sitting at the sexual buffet of online porn. These very pleasurable experiences are stored in our brains, and since the chemicals released in our brains are highly addictive, our brains want more. 
more variety, and more frequency. And this is now available to us nonstop. I had to wait a month for the next issue of Playboy to come out. Not anymore. Slowly, we move from simple porn to more extreme hardcore porn. Eventually, even that gets boring. And so we begin to find fetishes of even things that seem more exciting to us that will have that sense of newness to them. And eventually, we can become unsatisfied with porn and move on to sinful sexual contact with other people. And with the infinite amount of data that pornographers have on the patterns of people like you and like me, they know us. They know our history, and they're able to judge where we're going to go next. They know where we've been, and most likely where we would want to go next. And then what we're currently looking at becomes boring. I know you want to stop. But listen, you're in a much more powerful battle than you realize. This is not something you will be able to overcome on your own. Did you hear that? You won't be able to stop this as long as you stay isolated and alone. There are biblical truths that will help when being learned and practiced in a community of other believers fighting the same battle. So listen. If you're really interested in making progress in ending this year well and not beginning the next year poorly, then would you contact me about our online support teams so that you do not have to keep losing this battle on your own? Just email me, doyle at me.com, and we'll start working on it together. God bless you, my friends. I hope you have a great day in the Lord. And we will talk again tomorrow. Take care and goodbye.